This is Pursuing Wholeness. joining us um go ahead and tell you right now this is gonna be a brief episode because we uh <laughs> we're not really recording it on the typical night that's what we say right uh, well, i mean we, we're gonna be disciplined you know <laughs> <laughs> no because i mean you just you literally just said it like maybe a couple of minutes ago we gotta be quick i know we be always saying like oh it's gonna be a short episode <laughs> and then we be trying uh, to like out talk the um the little ending music <laughs> oh yeah yeah, so I'm going to have to like <clears throat> just kind of let us know when we hit like maybe the 15 minute mark and then 20 minutes max just because I have to edit it because it's not going to the music, you know, it's we have it automatically set where it comes on at our n- normal ending. We have to tell them all our secrets. I mean, it's all good. It don't matter. You know, it's like it is what it is. You they, know? they need to just hear <clears throat> the final result. I mean, people would know because it's exact length every episode so you know i mean it's not well anyway (laughs) Anyway. i guess we're taking up like our time debating over yeah so thank y'all of course for listening please make sure that you subscribe wherever you find this podcast please also rate and review pursuing holding this podcast um in particular in particular on um apple podcasts we would appreciate that so yeah so how, how are you doing I'm good, doing good, you know, um, being very intentional about my thoughts, that's what I'm doing, um, because they very easily could kind of derail, um, at any moment, but I've just been very intentional about staying focused. I will say, um, we were going to talk about anxiety and we decided against it, but since I mentioned that, I've been just really learning a lot about how so much of our anxiety is because of us allowing ourselves to go there. Like we kind of think sometimes of anxiety and fear as like some objective thing that just happens naturally because of what's going on, but it's really not what's going on around you. It's it's how you respond to it mentally. So I've been Mm -hmm. being more intentional about choosing my thoughts, choosing how I want to respond to things and, Choosing how I want to, how I want to shape my my future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm good. Mm-hmm. How about you? I guess I'll say something on that anxiety thing too. It's like I don't. I feel like I'm, I'm becoming a whole lot more, as they say, self aware. Because <clears throat> I I did a post. Now I'm not usually the type that will post how I feel. And what's going on with me all the time on social media. Um, to each his or her own. I'm just not a real big fan of that. But I will say <laughs> that a lot of times whenever something happens, I'll be like, man, I should post that on Facebook. And I get kind of upset that I think even think that. Mm-hmm. You know, because like, you know, it doesn't really matter. Just just feel your feelings. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to get on, you know, anybody. I just don't really, I'm not a big fan of that. But um. 
anyhow, um, what I did post about a couple of weeks ago <clears throat> is that I realized um, I was in the midst of my work and I was feeling anxious. I just was kind of feeling kind of like that heightened sense of awareness and just kind of feeling like not what well, kind of pessimistic and concerned and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, why in the world am I feeling like this? And I kind of like was aware at that moment, you know, that my um my phone kept on buzzing. Like I kept on getting these messages, you know, a couple of these group me's that I'm on sending a lot of messages. And then at the same time, I was trying to address something that I was specifically working on and perhaps getting emails and trying to market my businesses on social media and, and seeing all the stuff on there. And so it's like, I kept on finding myself kind of, kind of semi forgetting what I was looking up, you know, or working on, you know, and it's like, hold up, what am I working on? Hold up. What's this? What's that? You know, and just like really feeling kind of like anxious about that. And, um, so I'm really like making more of an effort these days of like cutting off some of that stuff. Cause it's optional to have all that stuff around you, you know, like, do you don't have to have your email open? You don't have to have your phone on, you know, um, you know, I make sure I can get in touch with my wife and she can get in touch with me. And, um, aside from that, you know, I can get in touch with other people whenever I turn my phone back on, if I need to. And I don't even be talking to nobody like that, you know? So, um, I mean, unless I have to call somebody in this business related and I don't even make a lot of phone calls there. So, so no, nah, man, no, nah, it's too many anxiety producing things around us. And it's like, they just kind of came <clears throat> so subtly over time. It's easy to kind of like not really realize it and just you just feeling anxious. And then it's like, oh, you know, just anxiety is just so common these days. And, you know, almost kind of like it's like you said, kind of like it's just like it's just there. I mean, it's, it's not. It's not just there. It has a, a clear reason a lot of times. So anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I didn't know I was introducing the topic, but I, will. I mean, you know, I mean, go. I can, I can. <laughs> so, you know, um, what we want to talk about today is what I kind of look at as the elephant in the room of 2022 and the past two years or so and um and and that is the not just COVID and like slash pandemic but just what is done to us <laughs> as people as um more so on a personal level um I think like a lot of us were like yeah the world is opening back up we're going to work we're going to church and we're just kind of we're going to just get back into life. And we, we say, well, things will never be the same and things have changed permanently now. But I don't think we really sit down and internalize just how deeply the past two years or so have impacted our lives. Mm-hmm. Like we, we're, we're not a very contemplative society we're very distraction oriented to society. It's like when you feel stress, turn your attention to something else. If you don't like something, look at something else. And it's just like, we're, we're very much of a switch gears kind of society. And we do things to fill our day. 
It's like from the moment you wake up, you got notifications and emails and you're, you're talking on the phone, you're texting people and you're getting about your day. You're moving, moving, moving. You go through the day, you're at work, you got emails, you got calls, you got people coming in your office, whatever, boom, 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 boom. <clears throat> get home, got to cook dinner, watch TV, This is, and we just boom, 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 all the way till we get to bed. And it's like everything's just moving and it's blur. And we don't really take the time to think about just what we're thinking about. We don't think about what's going on in our lives, how we're feeling about it. And I guess in terms of this whole elephant in the room, I just, you know, just noticing people around me, whether it be people as close to me or people who are not so much, like people's lives are changing dramatically. Mm -hmm. Relationships are ending and Mm -hmm. um, people are quitting jobs <laughs> mm-hmm. i hear that a whole lot of course we you know you quit <laughs> yeah, your job yeah. um just all kinds of things are happening and it's easy for us to just think it's just life but it really is apparent to to me that the pandemic has like shifted things in a very drastic way and another thing you know, we go to church and it's like people who you're used to seeing before COVID, you don't see them anymore. Mm-hmm. And we kind of think, oh, well, they're probably just watching online. But <clears throat> really, you don't know yeah. if they're watching or not. You don't know where they are. It's like we just kind of have lost track, I think, mm-hmm. of a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you and I, of course, talked about this maybe about two days ago, I want to say. Um <clears throat> So like, you know, when you have, you know, a lot of times whenever something big happens, like say, for example, we're studying some person, you know, like I, the first thought that came to my mind was, um, um, what's his name? How Martin Luther King Jr. was thrust into the, um, into the spotlight after the Rosa Parks incident. Mm hmm. You know, and that's whenever the whole Montgomery Improvement Association, you know, got put together and they made Martin Luther King the leader. And, you know, like I said, I couldn't say no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like something big happened that kind of like really kind of put everything together. If it were not for that event, then Martin Luther King would probably not have been known the way he was. At least not from that. Yeah, at least in that way, I guess. Right, right, at least not that way. Um, but anyhow, what I'm getting at is like a lot of times it it you know, when big things happen, then there are big shifts that take place. Very quickly. <clears throat> yeah, very very quickly. And um and I and I and that's definitely what's going on here. And the crazy thing is it's like I feel like a couple of thoughts I have. One, COVID was huge. What let me not say was is it's continuing to have impact. I mean, it's still not you know it may not necessarily be as noticeable in the states here right now, but I mean it's still kind of like hot in various places around the world, from my understanding. But anyhow, my point is it was huge, man. It was huge, you know, and you know growing up, you know, you never really think about something like that happening, and now it has, and um. And it's affected things. I mean, this is on par with like, you know, we learned about the Great Depression and stuff like that. 
you know, like people like my, you know, grandparents, you know, who grew up as little kids back then, like they were, um, they were shaped very much so by that time. Mm-hmm. You know, this that happened will be one of those things that is written about, hands down. Yeah, good. You might have a jump in just like with that. How long did the depression last? Um, probably about two years. Maybe. I know it was um. I know the stock market crashed in nineteen twenty nine. I don't know exactly when it ended, but I'm thinking it was probably about t- two years. But I remember, like, the reason why I brought it up is because um, when I think about the depression, you think of it as being like this long period of time, like. Mm-hmm. You don't really, I mean, if you really like sit down and think, it's like the way people talk about the depression, it sounds like people grew up in the depression. Like they, they had a whole childhood during the depression. Mm-hmm. But if my memory is serving me correctly, which it possibly could not be, but um, if it is, then it wasn't a whole childhood that was going through the depression. It was just a, a few years, but it impacted people. Like you said, your grandparents, mm-hmm. you know, your grandma was 95 when she, almost 95 when she passed. Yeah. She was 95. I think she was going on 96. She would, that would have been her next birthday. I think 96. She passed December. Her birthday was January. Oh, well, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But still like for something like that, two years to like, to you know, whatever span of time to impact all of them years, you know, it's just very interesting to think about. <clears throat> I mean, of course, she didn't grow up in the depression; she was an adult, right? No, she was born in nineteen twenty. Okay, so yeah, she would have been like nine okay. years old then. I forget how close in age she is to my dad's mom because my my dad's mom passed earlier, but she was they're kind of like mm-hmm. similar age range, but um. <clears throat> But yeah, just thinking about that, like it was a brief period of time, but it impacted those young people for decades. And I guess it's this is something that's gonna impact our young people. And we don't we don't even realize like like one thing that I think about even I was talking to an educator yesterday and he mentioned that in our local school district, like eight children committed suicide this year. Mm. And he said it was something that you usually hear about, like, one or two, if that. But, like, this year is, like, eight. And then in another school district nearby, he said 12. Mm. And so um, that it's just one of those things. I mean, I don't, I'm not in the school system, so I don't know how much people are talking about it and thinking about it. But from the outside looking in, it seems like one of those things that we're not really paying that much attention <clears throat> to. But it's happening. And it's like, well, why is it so many kids doing that right now? And there's, you know, if you have eight who did it, how many people contemplated it? And how many people attempted it? You know, we don't right, know right, those right. Exactly. numbers. Yeah, that's, yeah. So it's like, what's going on with young people that they are feeling the need to do that um, at higher numbers than in the past? And, and what what's going on where it just... I don't know. It's like, it's like, I don't want to get too personal with stuff, but it's just stuff going on all around. It's just like, mm-hmm. you never would have imagined stuff happening. And it, 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 it did. It's like COVID just, I don't know. 
And so it's like we, I think about how it's impacting the adults, but with the kids, I feel like we just have no idea how it's impacting them because they don't know how to articulate it. They don't, they can't make the moves. Like the adults that we know who've made some major moves in their lives, kids can't do that. So their stuff is just internal. You may not notice it as much. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yes, yeah, I, I just don't feel like we talk enough about it. I feel like we kind of hint at it like, oh, you know, things will never be the same and we got to do things differently now. But like, how much do we really sit down and like think like even with school, <clears throat> the, yeah. the educator we were talking to yesterday was saying how a lot of his in-person students now he taught virtually and they didn't even recognize that this was the same teacher that they had virtually because they weren't as present. And it's just like, why do we have this whole situation where there's two years of kids doing school virtually? And we try, and I don't know all that goes on, but it seems to me that for the most part, it's like, all right, we're back in school. Let's get back with the program. Instead of saying, do we need to do this differently? And yeah. I, I just think we, with so many things in our <clears> lives, like we're, we're just trying to pick back up where we left off and we haven't really sat down to think like what really makes sense now. You know, the thing, exactly. The thing about, the thing about change or like a, an event this huge is that you would like to be able to understand, really understand like the impact like now but you really won't be able to. You won't be able to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we're the ones in it. Yeah. Again, the people who are going to really, really understand, it's going to be like those who learn about it later. Mm-hmm. You know, and hopefully they kind of learn from, you know, any mistakes that were made or to get new insights, different insights and compare it to other events that have happened. Um, but we don't have that advantage of being able to like really, really look at it from the outside because we're still in the midst of it and, and, and we're still seeing lots and lots of effects. It's like stuff is still falling through. You know, you know, you mentioned like a lot of people leaving their jobs and stuff like that. You know, I know they called it the great resignation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I was a part of that. You know, it, here's the thing, like with me, and, you know, y'all probably will hear a lot about this in the episode we recorded called I Left My Job to Pursue Holiness. Go listen to it, you know. Uh, but anyhow, um, with me, as you know, of course, that was something that was long standing. Mm-hmm. But it was, you know, it was like this time and then specific things that happened in this time that made it like, OK, now's the time. I mean, this is something I've contemplated for years, years and years. And what I believe is that a lot of the things, these after effects, some of the things happening with our young people and stuff happening with adults and our systems and all this kind of stuff, it's just stuff that was already kind of there. Mm-hmm. And, like, and, and like the 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 pandemic, something that huge, that major, that shifting, that that um that life altering, just like really kind of brought it to the surface. And it, and it, it was like a catalyst for like, change really Mm -hmm. you know it's like if i don't know if somebody had some sort of issue with i don't know like i said with me just kind of having those thoughts about my job it was like it was it was a thing to kind of go ahead and push me out of it Mm -hmm. i I almost literally kind of got pushed out Mm -hmm. you know because because of um you know some 
the things. changes and limitations. And right, different kind of limitations and changes. Right. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, it's just funny because um, it's, I don't think it's funny, but it's like um, it's like the the pandemic kind of like it forced like the thing that was already kind of weighing on folks. The thing that was already weighing on folks, it, it's like the pandemic made that thing like bear down heavily on the people. Right. You know, like people are like already like, uh, I kind of feel like I want to leave my job. I'm not really feeling my boss anymore. This and that. And then during the pandemic, they were like, rules, rules, more parameters, strict, strict. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I'm, I'm sure like with different relationships, there's pressures that come that they kind of like push things a little bit faster with COVID. It's like you, you didn't have as much of your comfort there that you might have had before. So it's like you're forced to deal with the situation more head on with, you know, just pretty much everything. It's like COVID is like, all right, so this your life. This thing is here. You got this whole pandemic going on out there. Like, do you want to still deal with this other thing that's like weighing on you? Or do you want to make a change? Mm-hmm. And it's like it kind of, like you said, it's a great catalyst that, that launched people into their destinies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Made people like make those decisions that they were pondering about and going back and forth on. And um, I, I think it's a great opportunity for us if we allow it to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we um, we have to be mindful and not just like going through it haphazardly and absent-mindedly we need to be very intentional and think with this going on with these new situations these new circumstances like how how do I respond in a way that's that's better for best for me and best for those around me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah I do believe that if we allow it to be it is an opportunity for um you know a new a new a new thing like a revised and even better state of um of being um i don't know i don't know it's it's just it's just it's 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 amazing it's really amazing when you think about it everything that has happened and has continued to happen i even think about still thinking on the employment side of things how just like that everybody's rushing to kind of like change their workplaces and and have you know offer these remote offerings they're all kind of remote jobs out there now and hybrid jobs and all this kind of stuff because people are like this is the new thing you know and it's funny because i mean it's new new it's um it's like directly a result of what happened and people like you said were like we're not doing this stuff no more Mm -hmm. you know and um i guess because you kind of realize what what you've kind of been tolerating because because covid especially when we you know, whenever we were quarantining, you know, as a nation and all that kind of stuff, you know, it, it was one of those things that made you really kind of, kind of like try to, you know, kind of ask yourself, like, what's really, you know, the most important thing, you know, and people were spending more time with their families, you know, cause they were like right up in there with their families and, you know, everybody, you know, is kind of concerns like what in the world is going on? What is this thing? Is it in the air? You know, Mm-hmm. all the uncertainty and all that kind of stuff and then of course all that coupled with all the politics and things which I dare not get into 
<laughs> um, it's such a such a weird, just such a weird kind of time, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, I agree. But we kind of have to. But it's not a <laughs> what it what what I know is not. It's just not a time for us still to kind of like just just rush and get back into everything. I mean, you kind of have to. You you got to do what you got to do. We got to work and all this kind of stuff. <clears throat> but um, if we just simply just kind of like, oh wow, that was crazy, and then just kind of like go back, you know, even more furiously than before, then we've blown it. And it's like it's almost kind of you know, it, it kind of makes me a little nervous to kind of think about, you know, what that would result in. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like totally totally missing it. You know, because mm-hmm. like you can't just have you can't just have like a worldwide pandemic happen and then just kind of be like, ain't nothing happening. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah. So you know, we would love to hear from our listeners just how how the um, pandemic has impacted you, how it has allowed you to to shift your mindset perhaps pursue something that you've always desired to pursue or um you know even share how it may have been a catalyst (laughs) for something that you never would have expected to happen so uh, we love to hear from you you can comment on the post if you see this posted somewhere if you want to leave some feedback on our our website not our website but our our um apple podcast page or Mm -hmm. wherever you listen to this podcast we'd love to hear from you Mm -hmm. yeah we would we would and you know you don't don't be scared to be you know a little a little transparent you know Mm -hmm. um because again this is real life you know we're not saying to lay all your all your business out there but yeah let us know like like we told you you know you know sean you know just did a whole huge job change and we had other things happen you know that were very interesting too and um you know i'm not i'm not, I'm not trying to start another conversation or whatever i'm just saying like yeah we definitely had significant change and we want to hear what happened with you guys because pretty sure that something happened with every family in the world yeah yeah pretty whether much you want to yeah. think about it or not right right so so yeah we look forward to hearing from you and we will check and see you know check and look at your messages we we you know we you know, building community here, you know, at least as much as you can on the digital um, platform. Yeah, we also wanted to say if you have any ideas for topics you would like to like for us to discuss, let us know and we will try to feature it on an upcoming episode. Mm-hmm. Y'all take care. All right, yeah, y'all take care. Pursuing Wholeness is a Back to Basics Health and Wholeness podcast with theme music produced by Life on Flow.